If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try your call again. Ask me out. Ask me out. Boy, ask me out. Just, just ask me out. So we're going to get into our topic of the day is, um, is it difficult dating as a virgin or is it difficult dating when sex is not on the table? Like if you're not having sex, if you're, you know, sustaining from sex because of religious reasons, personal reasons, um, is dating difficult? I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it can be. Um, and I just say that because sometimes you're just like, okay, I'm going to tell this guy how I am, what I am, and how I feel, and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, what do you mean sex is not an option? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it could be harder. Yeah. But to also be very telling on the strength of their relationship because you're both like, we're going to make this work. We like each other. We're digging each other. Why throw the whole sex issue up? So, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. Um, you know, just from, like, a personal perspective, like, I feel like, you know, nobody was really here by everybody's first time or nothing. But just in detail, like, I feel like with those that experience, for me personally, um, I would say I agree with the first part. For me, it was difficult because I feel like I waited a lot longer than, like, we'll say average person to what well, we feel like it statistically, which I probably is true, <laughs> to have sex. Um, and obviously, I'm not married, so obviously, I waited until marriage. <laughs> but um, I would say it was hard for me because I didn't feel confident when that conversation came around. So I honestly didn't always say I was a virgin. I would, like, fill the guy out. And if I felt like um, he didn't seem like a guy who would be open to it, I would just cut him loose and keep it moving. Um, And then when I did decide to have a conversation, I will say, you know, I'm an awkward person anyway, so it was like, you know, I would go through the whole spill of, you know, my religious reasons and why I decided and, you know, and for the most part, you know, they respected it. You know, I would have the conversation where they would kind of like, well, you know, are you okay with, you know, me not being obviously one and, and you know, that kind of conversation. Um, so um, for the most part, like you were saying too, like it also could, you know, weed people out who aren't willing to, you know, go that extra mile and be able to resist that that urge <laughs> um so yeah but i would say personally for me it definitely made dating difficult um just for the confidence level of dating for me um so yeah uh it is one of those things that you're just like okay this is not an option mm-hmm. do you like me though like mm-hmm. yeah i mean I think that's important, but, you know, people also believe, like, sex is an important part of a relationship and getting to know somebody. 
So I guess now as an adult, more of an adult, I'm still an adult, as an adult. <laughs> I mean, more, you know, lived a little bit more. I can kind of see it from somebody's perspective and respect that, I guess. As long as you're, you know, honest about it and saying that, you know, nah, I can't wait to keep it moving and you ain't rude about it. I guess I can, you know, respect it because you feel like that's an important part of the relationship. Which is sort of interesting, too, because, like, you know, I decided because of religious reasons, but even dating the church, there would be a lot of guys who would be like, mm, I don't want to marry no virgin, but I do promote, you know, sustaining from sex and, and abstinence, and it's like, how can you promote that if you're not willing to marry somebody who... Right. And so I really thought that was interesting to me. I'm like, mm, that's kind of interesting, but... You know, it is what it is on that. Um, so, like, even going in that, like, when we do talk about it in church, you know, or just, like, in society, it is kind of more from a, a woman's perspective. Like, you know, women are basically more are told to wait till marriage. And we're honestly physically built to kind of be able to test to see if your ass waited to marriage, you know? So, like, because you can't tell if a dude waited or not. I mean, even if you base it on skill level, that don't mean nothing. <laughs> right. Because so, some brothers out there that have been doing it a long time and can't do it. Right. So. It, it, it don't last for the hot second. So you be like, wait, what? How? <laughs> wait. Okay, so I, you know, and that, you know, thing, you know, you know, why, you know, I guess why is that? Like, why do we not have the conversations with, like, our son or, and our, you know, our daughters, or is that, you know? I think with the, the son part of it, because um, when I try to talk to my son about um, it or what, my son is, 17 years old. He'll be 18 in February. Oh, At any rate, he <laughs> cuts me off when I try mm. to even have a conversation. Mm. It's just like, why Why do you want to talk to me about that? And I'm like, I know a little bit about sex. I mm-hmm. have two children. And he, that just changes the game. Mm. But it's funny because guys are well what I have seen is guys are just like they're just trying to get through this life and if it works for them to talk about it more than likely they will talk about it but it's more than likely going to be with a young person (laughs) they're not going to say hey mama I banged it last night they're not going to do that I don't think I mean there might be some little boys out there bragging about their conquest to their mama, but I just don't see it. But why do you feel like guys are just getting through life instead of when we all trying to get through life? I feel like I feel like with parents, I feel like it's just a tradition that has been passed down that you, I mean, if a girl gets pregnant, you're going to see it. If a dude gets a girl pregnant, you're only going to see it when y'all decide to let the girl in the house or the baby in the house. You know what I mean? Or come to, like, the well, family picnic. And I feel like, you know, which is, I feel like it also affects that conversation for women. And they mean if a woman does decide that, like, how, like, parents tell you, oh, we would like for you to wait till marriage. 
but they don't tell you how to date while you wait for marriage, like how you have that conversation. Well, for me, my parents, <laughs> they, it really wasn't even wait for marriage. It was just don't get pregnant. So it's like, okay. <laughs> and so um, like, but I, I feel like that's also a part two where it makes dating difficult where you do, like maybe you do decide that even for personal reasons, even if it isn't religious, where you kind of say, you know, you see, maybe you're doing it because you're like, eh, a lot of people getting, you know, STDs, and I don't really want to put myself out there, or I don't want to, or I don't even want to go through that emotional aspect of what sex brings to to me with that person, and not knowing that we're not going to decide to be together forever in the context of marriage. Um, I don't know. I feel like. You know, that's what also a part that makes it difficult is that the parents don't have the conversation with their, you know, their children about just now be talking about your child, <laughs> about the whole process of dating and then when sex comes into play in dating. It's also, we, you know, parents always have the talk, which is the talk is around sex. It's not around sex and dating. You know what I mean? Like, it's normally right. like... And it is. It's hard to go there with your offspring because you're like, your head, well, for me, personally speaking, it's, my head is not there when I have to talk to Miles about that. It's just like, okay, let me get this over with because he either is or is not going to want to have the whole conversation and I might lose him on something else trying to have this conversation that needs to be had. Mm -hmm. So I always try to slip little factoids into general conversation and he hears it because he's always like, why did you even bring that up? And I'm like, hey, just so you know, the pull-out method may or may not be the way to go. Aaron, <laughs> <laughs> that's real detail. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, because sometimes you just got to get in where you fit in and mm. and go for it. Yeah. And that's interesting. That's a sidebar. That could be a good episode about <laughs> birth control <laughs> methods. So, uh, because, so, how do you, I mean, yeah, but go so ahead. So, what do you think is the way to um, actually have that conversation with your mate about mm -hmm. virginity? Like, mm -hmm. how do you, like, on the first date, say, nice to meet you, my name is Tiffany, and <laughs> I am a virgin? <laughs> right. Or do you, like, do you slide that in there, like, don't? Keep telling me how sexy I look because I haven't indulged. Right. Or like for me, I did go through a point where um, I chose to be abstinent. And mm. I found it kind of awkward when that subject came up, whereas I'm really not a shy person. But speaking about the fact that I was not indulging in sex, I became timid. It's like, oh, how do I let this brother know he right exactly? So, so how did you let him know you about that? <laughs> you must have finished. So how did you let him know? 
basically just let him know that, hey, I am off the market sexually, not like forever, I hope, well, which I wasn't forever, but anyway, just let him know, hey, I'm not uh, having sex right now. And then you just wait and hold your breath and be like, I didn't want to. (laughs) And I lost a couple of, you know, a couple of guys that was like, "Mm, it. (laughs) It's like he (laughs) stayed for the rest of the date and And he never spoke again. Yeah. Yeah, but did you do it on the first date or did you wait till like y'all was like date two or three? like date two because a lot of sex is kind of just like flashing in the sky mm-hmm. like with neon light <laughs> when two people are attracted to one another mm-hmm. and I have to tell you know hey look I am a very sexual woman however I'm not partaking right now mm-hmm. and then that's how the conversation would get rolling. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it would not be a whole, well, why this, why that? Mm-hmm. It's just the guy listening and saying, oh, okay. <laughs> like he's already putting out here. <laughs> making that decision like, oh, do I want to wait? <laughs> right. But what about you? Like how? I think, um, I mean, like I said, for me, like earlier, just referencing, I'm awkward, which, <laughs> you know, so I'll, <laughs> I would be like, you know, I mean, I, what I would do is I would bring up, and it, I definitely, I was probably the worst because I definitely didn't do it. Like, I should have did it earlier. <laughs> I probably did it like day four, <laughs> like four or five, like we got hung out for a minute because I feel like, I just feel like because for me, you know, and you maybe guys to tell like I'm, you know, I come off as a a private person, and I I choose what I want to share with people because I feel like everybody doesn't need to know everything. But then I also realize too, as I've gotten older, that it's important to share certain parts of you for people to be able to feel connected and to learn from your experiences. So in that time of my life, I felt like there's no reason for me to divulge something so personal to me to somebody that I didn't feel like I really liked anyway. So I felt like you didn't really need to know that part of me um, if you really wasn't, I really wasn't feeling. And I feel like it takes me to like, day, at that time, it definitely would take me to date four if I really felt comfortable enough because I feel like that's me letting you know, even if I was going to have sex with you, I probably wouldn't feel comfortable with you until that point in time anyway. So I feel like that's when the sex conversation was. So I would say like date four and then, you know, I would I would just talk about, well, you know, I'll be going to church, and they really believe in uh, waiting till marriage, and I do too. <laughs> and it was like, you know, I would bring up something general, and then like reference and be like, yeah, that's me too. <laughs> um, and then, you know, so like, you know, that's basically how I would just go ahead and try to slide that in there. And, you know, same kind of, you know, experience where it would be, you know, I didn't get no more phone calls. Or text messages, or or I would, and then some would be like, mm, I don't believe you. I'm gonna try you anyway, <laughs> and say, uh, yeah, I'm cool with it. And then you'd be like, wait, you are, but you try to sleep with me. What happened? 
So segue into the next thing, like, you know, does sex, you know, after you've had sex or, you know, does sex um, affect the relationship? Um, and I'll just say for me, since I'm already talking, um, I say with staying, no, with staying, with staying. <laughs> from sex or you know whole you know not having sex affects it um to the point of like what we said earlier where I feel like it it kind of lets you figure out the person like I remember like I did read Devon Franklin's book um with you know he's married to Megan Good about you know called the weight and that was something that he touched on where it was like you really are really learning that person as a person as opposed to bringing sex in because sex is another level I feel like with the relationship and it can it can enhance the relationship and or not enhance the relationship it could be like oh my gosh which that's all part two where I have experience where I really really like somebody and I was like oh this person could be the one and then I was like, ooh, I don't want to have sex with him because because I didn't want to, like, I don't know, I, I kind of really wanted to wait because I really like this person. But then when I realized that mm, I didn't really like him that much, but I was really physically attracted to him, <laughs> I decided to say, hey, well, you know, let's find out. So, you know, long story short, find out, and it was horrible. So then I think about it, too, like, um, you know, I liked him, and we and, and we would have waited. Would it still have been horrible? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it would have been less horrible because I would have been more emotionally attached to the person, you know, or would it just really been horrible and I'd have been like, "What the heck are we gonna do? <laughs> we gonna have to well, take classes." <laughs> well. I have had experiences where, like, the first time has been, like, horrible, capital H. <laughs> and, but then the next time is a little bit better. And then by that third go-round, it's like, woo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I do hear that. I've even heard that from guys. Even they've said, like, oh, you know, normally around, they give it around three times. And by the third time, if it ain't get, they keep it moving. <laughs> so I, I kind of agree with you on that. Where, but I, we did give a couple go around. <laughs> well, you know, ain't. I don't feel like everybody's able. Like even though people, you know, you can try, try some stuff, and then you know, which is funny because like, you know, listening to him talk about previous relationships, it's like, mm, that makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I think it, it, you know, like, but then it's also too, like, if you decide, you know, I know we were talking about like, you know, waiting till marriage, and that's really the topic. Um, what happens? How do you, you know, if you really, I guess you guys have to go to counseling. Like, if you wait till marriage, and you know, and it's horrible, like the tenth time. Y'all go to counseling? And sometimes I don't think that um, sex can be you horrible. You have to go to counseling, but you got to be ready for what that other person says when you ask the question, mm -hmm. are you ready for what we're about to embark on? Right. 
because sometimes we just say we we're gung ho. We're so happy that we found our mate. Right. And he's like, baby, I want to wait to have sex until we're married for three years. And you say, okay. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, what did I just say? Right. Did I just tell this brother I'm going to wait until our third wedding anniversary to give him some? Oh, wait, what? Who says that? <laughs> wait, I was confused. I thought you did. That's my point. <laughs> it's like you got to talk. You gotta oh, talk I got to what you're saying. You got to uh, talk back to you. Right. And not just say what you think he wants to hear. Right. I got what you're saying. Just in the stuff. We're all guilty of that. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm fine with watching the Transformers when mm-hmm. you really wanted to watch the Widows or whatever. I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with that, but and that's one thing too about compromise. Because there'll be times where I definitely be like, I don't want to watch this, but he really want to watch it, and he know I don't want to watch it, so he know he's gonna take one for the team next time when I want to watch something that he doesn't right. necessarily want to watch. So I will say that's what you say having a conversation. He knows like, and you know, it's not something that really. And sometimes too, like you think you don't want to see something, and then you're like, oh, it actually wasn't that bad. Which you can, like going back to the whole relationship thing of waiting for marriage, where the guy maybe you know or the woman says, you know, to a guy, and that's one thing too. Like you really have to decide if you really like the person. Like is that person really worth you, you know, becoming celibate as well? Because basically, if you decide to date this person, you ain't having sex with nobody else too. I wonder. That's a good interesting, you know. But anyways, so yeah, I mean. I think it definitely makes the relationship stronger, I think, be only because when you hold something from the relationship that can enhance the relationship, because even if the sex is bad, y'all going through a learning process where it can at least get good and eventually maybe become amazing. So let's say the sex is bad on the guy's part. Mm-hmm. Do you, as a woman, say... Do you address that with him? Yeah, but I mean, I will say this. Like you were saying, like the first time, a lot of times when you, like, the first time, it's kind of hard because you, you know, you feel like, oh, you don't know how the guy is going to take it. And then also how to, like, give the information to him. So, but I think sometimes you do be knowing. That's the part for me is, like, I'm mad that sometimes men know they they gave you a horrible experience and they don't address it unless you say something. Which I feel <laughs> sorry, that's a sidebar. But I feel like that's annoying to me. But yeah, I would definitely be willing to have the conversation and do have the conversation because but there has been times too where I definitely have not said anything because I felt like I was taking one for the team in that moment. Um I don't know, I think it's a hard, it's kind of a hard conversation to have because that, that, since the whole thing of what we were talking about waiting to, waiting for marriage is more for, women I think can like go without sex longer. I just feel like we're built. Like if there was a test, I think we would, we would win that test. Um, to, to, I mean, not to say that, you know, we definitely aren't sexual beings and want to have sex and, and don't enjoy having sex very often. Um, I think since men are built a little bit differently physically to maybe want to have sex more often, that when you do decide to withhold it from them, it is really hard for them 
And then also, if you decide to tell them that it's horrible, it really like hits them as a person because I feel like they're more attached to that because of how they feel. I don't know. I think comedy can help <laughs> in situations like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's very important to let a brother know if he is not bringing it. I'm not saying be mean and say, dude, why mm-hmm. did you even try? But mm-hmm. you got to let him know, hey, you're not, uh, we need to work on some things. Mm-hmm. Include yourself in the issue, even if you feel like I did nothing wrong. Because you never know, you could be part of his downfall. It's like, wait, he, he didn't throw it the right way or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever his reasoning is. So be open to hear whether or not, hey, I wasn't good because you weren't good. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that that would happen, but mm-hmm. be open to that and be ready to accept his truth. And then yeah, you sure. guys try to see, hey, can we come to a happy medium mm-hmm. or should we just shake hands and say it was really cool hanging out with you but this ain't don't work for us mm-hmm. yeah i agree with that i agree with that i mean like you said being able to be able to receive it on your end too because at the end of the day you can be well you know the baddest whatever it don't always work for that person you know so everybody does receive things differently <laughs> Um, how we just, you know, we were saying, like, where I feel like, you know, it's more, do you feel like it's more socially accepted to be dating as a virgin? Like, I feel like, you know, or do you feel like it's still like, ooh, you should not be in your mid-20s and still be a virgin or in your 30s and still be and so forth, you know, like, because, you know, you have those celebrities like Yvonne Orji who in her 30s. Even though she got a fine boyfriend now, which I'm so happy for her, <laughs> um, right. and showing you that you can be successful, fabulous, and play a super sexual being on TV, because she getting in on TV. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and is a, yeah, and besides, you know, the professed virginity. You know, at least until marriage, and you know, and then you had like Jordan Sparks who decided to do that for a really long time, and then you know, just different people in media that you had the whole 90 day situation with the Steve Harvey book, 90 day rules, sustaining from sex, and um, Megan Good and Devon Franklin, they're really popular, I feel like, on that whole topic where they waited, even though none of them, neither one of them were virgins. <laughs> no shade. <laughs> and they are kind of uh, an example of basically what my answer would lend itself to, which mm-hmm. is it's ultimately going to be that couple that will hopefully find a way to get through the news of hey, the girl I'm dating is a virgin, and I'm not, and I'd like to have it. 
Right. I think sometimes guys, <laughs> they get sidetracked with the whole thought of the act, the act of sex instead of the relationship. Mm. And sometimes if men are thinking about the relationship itself, it's like, I don't want to say it's not a big deal, but mm. it's not as big a deal as you would think because everything is always sex, 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 sex on TV and music. Right. So, I don't know. Um, like, I would hope that a man would be able to handle a woman's truth. Not saying that we are the women in the relationship as the the end of the conversation for the couple, mm-hmm. but I would hope that he could handle it, and same, and vice versa. If a guy's like, "Roz, I really dig you, but I I'm not doing it right now," mm-hmm. I hope I can handle that. Right. Because I really like. Yeah. I would be like, "Hey, can we get it in just a little bit?" Yeah, because you remember that episode on uh, Living Single where uh, Max was dating a guy and he was a virgin. And he was like, yeah. (laughs) And he was fine. And so she was looking at him like, (laughs) what? Um, And that was interesting too on that episode because that's actually a good example because they really liked each other, and she was shocked, like you were saying. Like, can we get in a little bit? That's how she was acting. And then he finally agreed. But, you know, she was trying to protect, you know, her heart and getting rid of deuces out the mm, That'd be kind of cold-blooded if you did wait for somebody. <laughs> right. And then they asked if y'all have sex, and they're like, thanks. I got that monkey off my back. But I'm gonna go ahead and hook up with somebody. People <laughs> so were like, "Damn, right. I, really? I wonder if that's ever happened to somebody. I guess it probably has. Where probably mm-hmm. were they invested in that person? I guess that's like, real. what do you do if you're well? Like, if you don't want to tell the guy, mm-hmm. like we spoke about earlier, like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Like, do you find creative toys to play with? Do you drop hints? Or do you just say, you know what? I'm not putting more time into this. He is not going to get better. And shake hands and say nice meeting. Right. Like, how dedicated would you be to having <laughs> good sessions mm-hmm. with your man? Right. I feel like, you know, he's a will in the way, I guess. <laughs> but then I think then they come into play of other things that are in the relationship that are missing, too. Because that probably gets magnified. I'm like, mm, he do be clipping his toenails in the living room, too. Mm. <laughs> and it's not good mm. it's <laughs> but I think that's good alright we're going to go ahead and uh, you know I think cut this one on off and, and send this one on up 
to the people. Unless you got anything right, left to say. All right. I do not. All right. So just remember to hit us up. Um, email is askmeoutpodcast at gmail.com. Send your Ask Ross questions to, or like if there's a topic you wanted to talk about. And we appreciate constructive feedback, okay? <laughs> and if you know, how do you think if you are one or if you're celibate, you know, give us some feedback on how you feel about dating when sex isn't on the table. Um, so next uh, segment is we'll just talk about like our, you know, celebrity, I don't know, relationship goals. Do you have anybody like, you could say where you're like, oh, I saw them this week, and I was like, oh, that's relationship goals. Like, an example? No? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, for me, I, I like the, um, I was saw on Instagram where it was um, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Now, I know some people probably be like, oh, you know, he cheated on her, or did he cheat on her? We don't know. I love Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. We, you know, we share the same birthday. <laughs> so <laughs> I, that's my birthday plan right there. And um, I just love that they have went through a lot. And, you know, recently they um, had their first child together with a surrogate. And just um, seeing their journey, and I feel like, for me, relationships are not always going to be pretty. And I think they've kind of lived the unpretty out loud as opposed to some of the celebrity relationships you see where it's kind of like, oh, they look super perfect. Um, so for me, I just kind of, this week when I was seeing them with their baby, I was like, oh, it's kind of relationship goals. Like, you know, I wasn't able to physically have a child, but you still love me. And we figured out how we could still make it happen together. So, because, you know, as a woman, especially being older, you know, and trying to have children, you know, you never know. For me, <clears throat> if I can or can I have kids. I haven't heard anything to say that I haven't, you know. My gynecologist hasn't told me <laughs> anything <laughs> negative in that, you know, in that area. So I'm assuming I could, you know, have children, but I've never went through the process. And, um, you know, that kind of kind of weighs on you a little bit to whether or not you can or can. Cannot, I mean. So... For him to still ride with her, I love that. So that's me for for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I totally um, agree with that couple choice because I watched their, well, they had uh, a conversation with Oprah, and it was like an hour-long show where she basically did a really long interview with them about the struggles of Gabrielle not being able to uh, carry a baby. And she went into detail about her condition or what have you. And I thought it was really, really sweet and um, deep the way Dwayne was just like, okay, after this, we have got to look at something different because it was hurting him to see what she did to her body and all in an effort to have a child. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, you want to make this happen. I want to make this happen. We're going to make this happen. And that's kind of what 
we need, like our people as a whole, to be able to say, hey, we got to work together and then see what happens. And boom, they have this beautiful baby girl. So if I had to pick a couple, I guess since we're talking about them anyway, <laughs> Dwayne and Gabrielle, that, that would be something to strive for. However, I'm not one of those people. It's like, oh, that's a cute couple, and mm-hmm. that's definitely what we should work towards or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I know Roz, and so it's like, I could never, ever be Dwayne and Gabrielle because I'm Roz with two Zs, and you just don't know what you're going to get with me. (laughs) (laughs) It would be great, but you don't really know. Well, yeah, I mean, (laughs) humans are unpredictable and selfish and rude, especially the male. Some people are. So who knows? You're right. I mean, even at the end of the day, when I do meet the one, because, you know, I need to get married soon. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm just thinking, like, even that, even when you do, I mean, eventually, as you progress together, things happen in life that will necessarily change the personalities, you know. So who knows? So, okay, piggybacking off of that statement that you just made, because you said with all certainty that you're getting married, Mm -hmm. do you have a problem, like, do you have a problem popping the question to the guy? Yes. Okay. I was just making sure, no, because I'm like, I'm pretty sure she wouldn't do that. So how do you say statements like, I'm getting married, like, because I'm speaking but, into my English words are power, and I'm letting the Lord know, and everybody know in the world, in the universe, like we like to say in L.A., <laughs> that I'm putting <laughs> it out there in the universe that I, I'm getting married because that's something I want in my life, and I'm believing it, and I am going to attract the men that want the same with me. Okay. <laughs> but going back to that saying like popping the question no I ain't popping the question I like I feel like women do so much work to be women like you know we gotta go to just go through just to get ready for the day now I will say men do you know they do some stuff but they don't do nothing near plus they don't have periods and they don't give birth to children and they don't go, then we got to be successful. We got degrees out here. We running companies. We got to work out. We got to cook. And they want us to clean stuff, too. I ain't popping no question, too. Come on. <laughs> like, you got to do something. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it is some men out here. They uh. will. <laughs> but it's true. There you're are right, some guys right. out there. They're willing to wash the dishes and do a bunch of stuff that you don't expect to see them doing. You're right. So, and I, you're right. And I have attracted men that actually do clean. <laughs> right. So, girl, you need to be actually. your, your one-knee ashy 
And you need to be like, bruh, I think this is real. What we got is real. I'll say this. I mean, I'm saying no because I really don't. Because it's funny because I just went to a Clippers game the, what was that, this weekend, past weekend, I mean, and it was so funny because I had just said I had saw on social media this guy proposed to this girl at the game, and I was like, and they were going to the halftime thing, and how about same thing happened at this game, and she turned around and he proposed to her. I want that grand gesture. I want that in my life, and I feel like I, if I if I propose to him, I'm not gonna get that. Cause I'm somebody who like does surprises, and I feel like I'm super thoughtful, and I don't necessarily always get surprises on the other side. I feel like that's why also I wanted to. But at the end of the day, my dating life has been completely not how I planned it. So who knows? <laughs> I might be in my engagement where we be to see on the plane somewhere and be like. I love you. I love you too. You want to get married? Yep. <laughs> it might be super basic, but you know the wedding will still be on point. My dress gonna be on point. I don't really care about you know anything else really in the food. But you know, anyways, what about you? I could see you proposing to somebody, even though. I was just about to say, I just might propose to somebody. I mean, I don't know, but, like, yeah, I'll do it because it's like I look at relationships and my past past relationships, and there have been times where I have been the person to get everything started, not necessarily, Uh like, Oh hi, how are you? I'm Roslyn. No, not like that. But sometimes you just vibe with a person, and I have had situations where, at the end of the day or night or whatever, when I part ways with this guy and I don't have his number, I don't know how I'm gonna contact him again. I'm like, man, I should have put it out there. So now I do like I'm not one of those prim and proper gals like you don't have to say to me hi I really think you're awesome can I have your phone number I know people don't do phone numbers anymore but how can I get in contact with you or whatever they still get our phone to... numbers yeah so you really can... not old with that <laughs> But no, people don't really call each other. Oh, they don't I call. Don't really, I don't receive a bunch of phone calls, and that's the other thing. That's probably the reason why I have some of the issues that I have because I don't necessarily have to have the long talks or whatever with a guy. Mm-hmm. But the short times that we do talk, I need you to be able to talk, like. We don't have to discover world peace or anything in that conversation, mm. but we should be able to go back and forth and not be um, scared to share our person. Because let's face it, when you meet a guy or whatever, yeah, you do your hair. Well, I don't do my hair that much, but mm. for you the got most a lot of part, hair too. 
I need to detangle it now. But <laughs> you, you know, you try to put forth, you know, you want that selfie to be cute if mm-hmm. you so take one. So it's almost like, when do we get to the real you? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's the real me. Like that's that. real me on good day. Mm-mm. I can I be real about good. you per se. I'm talking about you in general. Like uh-huh. you, Roz could be in that you spot. When do we get to the real Roz? Now I have kind of stripped her down a lot over uh-huh. these years. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like, hey, I can um, I can cut some of the time out of this, and we can get to the nitty gritty. Because we might be able to figure out that we're not really the match that we thought we were. Like I could just be wearing the right dress on the right night, and he's like, I found her, my partner. Good. And then I ain't never we heard go nobody say. Date. <laughs> I ain't heard nobody ever say I found her. I thought she was the right one because of what she had on. And then no. later on, uh, she ain't the one. People do silly stuff. They do really silly stuff. Like I have been like, oh, we are a match, but we're not a match. It's just the wind is blowing the right way and. We both took advantage of each other's company. Mm. I feel like that's sometimes. But then that means that you need to match for that moment. I don't want to be nobody (laughs) for no moment. If I know, like, I do feel like, (coughs) just like Skylar, I love her. She is. Who's Skylar? I mean, to tell people who she is, and it's kind of random. Skylar is my daughter. Yeah. And and I had her at 38. It was totally different having a baby at 27 and then having a baby at 38. But I did it, and it was, yeah. So at any rate, like, if I knew all of the stuff, about her dad um, before I fell into this love or whatever, because, like, I for real loved him. Um, mm. I probably, black like... Love. Black love matters. <laughs> right. Hashtag black I know, love I love black love. Love it, love it, love it. But <laughs> just saying, it's like sometimes... You you can have relationships that you feel like this is it. Or even with him, because it wasn't perfect with him at all. Like, he speaks very little. Well, he speaks English, but not very well. Anyway, it was one of those things that we were just drawn to each other. And he really, he's a great guy. But we were not right for each other and that he is one of those people. He said to me very clearly, it's like, I have to be 
I have to have somebody. I have to find somebody. Like, he has to be in a relationship. And I'm not one of those people. Like, when if I have a break with someone, okay, I'm breaking from him. But it's not like, oh, I got to find the next guy. I don't have that urgency in my voice because there is no urgency. Like, I'm so in love with me anyway. He might not have any space at that time. It's not time for anybody yet. But God, well, that guy, he's just like, well, we didn't work out. I got to find somebody else. So you don't ever really know what the other side is dealing with until they are ready to go there because they'll be like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. And neither one of you is really fine because nobody's being real with it. So, All right. We have our last segment that Ross has some interesting advice sometimes. Sometimes, I don't know, I mean, most of the time. <laughs> and a lot of the times, the predicament, uh, predicament, prediction, you know, what she feels like the outcome would be, it'd be, it'd be on point. So this is saying, you know, introduce her mostly going forward. Um, you know, uh, we would love for you guys to, like, submit your questions and uh, see. So I'll just give you my scenario. I'll get a text and I'll be like, hmm, why you just text me? Because <laughs> this all was going through my going through my contacts and I realized I hadn't talked to you in a while. And I'm like, so do men really be scrolling through their phone looking for random women to talk to? I know. Yes, they do. No, they don't. I think I've been told that more than once. But go ahead. (laughs) I don't feel like, because if that's the case, how the heck did all of, how did we get here? Like, (laughs) our parents didn't have no doggone cell phones to be like, oh, I wonder what she doing today. Uh No, they had to man on up and say, hey, boo, I've been thinking about you, girl. Uh Come on over, let me holler at you. So they lying then when they say it's random. There is no randomness <laughs> in the day and age of cell phones, iPads, all that shit. No. It happens because they need it to happen and they want to at least lay the quote-unquote blame on an electronic device because it's like mm. if I tell her I was thinking about her, she'll know that I'm thinking about her. Mm. So you know what? I assume every time I talk to someone, that they were thinking about me. Mm-hmm. It don't mean that it's necessarily good or bad, because I've been contacted and had some horrible conversations with <laughs> But they was like, you know what, I'm going to call and let her know. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, he had to get that off his chest. And at the end of the day, he was what? Thinking about me. Okay. 
I want to ask you another Ask Ross question. This guy that I met, <clears throat> um, first we actually matched on Instagram. I don't think I told you about this guy. We matched on Instagram, and then we found out we actually have mutual friends here in L.A., and we were like, I mean, I said match on Instagram, match on Tinder. <laughs> that would be interesting. Instagram needs to come up with something like that. But anyways, and then um, we, you know, chatted in Tinder, and then we finally exchanged information, and we chatted, chatted, chatted. Long story short, he never asked me out. And at that time, I was, you know, chatting a lot of people or dating, so I was like, whatever, you know. <clears throat> Long story short, we moved forward. We end up. Um, no, I feel like I don't know if I want to tell the story. <laughs> because then they might listen to it. Oh, my gosh. Or you can <laughs> ask, like, general questions. General, generally. Yes. I in the question. No, 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 it can't be me because you got, this is what podcast is about. You're supposed to tell your stories. But, um, I just won't go into detail, but the point is, is, um, we have, you know, mutual friends. We end up hanging out. One of, and uh, no, I end up meeting him finally in person. And he was kind of, you know, a little nice, awkward, but very like engaging. Where he really was interested in, like, you know, he was interested in me. And fast forward, we chatted again, text, text, text. He never asked me out. Moving forward, fast forward to now. Again, we run into each other again because we have mutual friends. And he was with another woman, and I didn't when we met. And so he was kind of awkward, weird, like he really didn't speak to me. And then finally he was like, oh, I didn't realize that was you. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. And um, fast forward, I've been told that maybe that wasn't a date or whatever. He asked my friend about me, said I, you know, really looked nice or whatever, and she was just like didn't respond. And then he hits me up again, text, 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 chat, 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 again. He never asked me out. So advice on moving forward with this, because, I mean, I will say this. I do. I think he's a nice guy. And he's, you know, he's attractive, but he's really unattractive because even if he is awkward, because I don't, I don't have an issue with awkward or even weirdness. I just don't have, I have an issue with you not following through. So my question is, what if we run into each other, which I, I feel like we will, um, again, what should be the, like my interaction with him? My response. Because I mean, do I want to go out with him? Like if he was asking me, well, if he was asking me out, would I go out with him? I would say yes, just because I would like to see what a one-on-one would be like. But I don't like him as much as I did initially because he's really annoying and it's lame to me, and I really don't feel like he likes me enough. So that kind of like me liking him is very like. Very, very small. So um, Yeah, so you just answered your question. But what's my interaction? Because I'm going to see him again. More you're, gonna say, you're going to say hi or chunk up the deuces or something that's very quick in and out. You, He doesn't deserve the time. Uh, so if he texts me again. Because it's like you can't, you can't be chatting back and forth with somebody. And then nothing at all happens. It's mm-hmm. like you you're a victim of repeat ghostism. <laughs> like why do you let him do that to you? It's like uh, girl, he ghosted me again. 
Well, how was so and so? Uh, I don't know. He ghosted me again. Right. We're running to this dude and saying stuff to him. Don't you ghost his ass back? Well, I did when we were out. When we were out, because he hit me up and said, "Oh, you act like you didn't know who I was." <laughs> And you I was say, I don't know you, because <laughs> you keep ghosting me, boo. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I did when, we said, when I saw my person. I, I definitely gave him the spank go, did not talk to him. Like I said, didn't respond. But so, so text messages, I don't respond to any of them. That's the advice. No, unless he, now, if he is like in graphic design or if he knows where you can get the bomb pearl i mean not pearl but petals or whatever mm-hmm. for your earrings like if he is a, a help to your business or any one of your businesses or a good business contact then yeah maintain that jacked up repeat ghosting ass person <laughs> but if he does nothing Right. So anything as it relates to bettering yourself, your business, your life, mm-hmm. girl, he ain't worth. I don't even say nothing. Well, he does have one. Because my business got a whole bunch yeah. of people. Yeah, you're right. Um, but so yeah, I feel like so. Both of the advice on both scenarios is like keep a woman, Tiffany. Quit giving niggas chances. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. So I think that's it for this segment. Like, I think that we hit everything on the list, right? What's I think that? we did. We did. Uh, so we can put okay. your questions there for Ask Ross and, you know, what you think and, you know, different topics. Eventually, like, going forward, where we're going to go is we're going to have more guests. Um, won't be just us. We're going to actually get the male perspective. We've got some people lined up. And, uh, yeah. So, appreciate you guys listening. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <Bye-bye. laughs>